0: So, greetings and welcome once again to another 7th Sense live stream. We are looking at a more intuitive expression of the Humanity 2.0 series and we're on the other side now of the toxic residue that's still permeating around from the remaining energy of 2020 and into this more expressionist and more experiential energy that is becoming 2021. And in these intuitive live streams and podcasts for Humanity 2.0, we're going to scrape under the fingernails in an effort to expose some of the burning questions that we really need to address in an effort to try to reconnect with what it really means to be human in this new age. Of Aquarius. So many of us seem to be somewhat lost in our own translation, and we feel it difficult to kind of reimagine ourselves as neutrally balanced and more sentient human beings as it pertains to our cosmological, our human evolution if you like and today we're going to talk about one of those burning questions that relate to the symbology the symbiosis if you like of child as an archetype in ritual and or occult practices before i explain the symbology of the child in magic in alchemy and or esotericism we have to discuss and address the elephant in the room. The reality that we are having a crisis in society when it comes to consciousness, because we become so over-literal, linear and materialist in our way of thinking. This is detrimental to evaluating and understanding esoteric subjects. A large portion of alternative media is growing in anger over exploitive occult practices but there is rarely a conversation that actually links the problems that we face with a loss of higher consciousness within ourselves and society at large esoteric subjects require a flexible open mind as well as the ability to understand symbolism essentially a psyche and or secularly awake mind it's a kind of a weird word because it's sort of a plural of the psyche because we are experiencing multiple aspects of self in any given moment examples of this loss of higher consciousness in society are the lack of authentic spirituality including atheism scientism and all other dogmas, including many people's relationship with religion. When we cut ourselves off from our inner spirit, we still need that life force energy. So we turn to external material obsessions and addictions built up in consumerism to fill internal voids. Over time, this leads to the loss of intuitive functioning including the loss of compassion, empathy, and any sense of interconnectivity or community. When it comes to taking in information, our pattern recognition decreases and people become unable to connect dots, even though they are right in front of them. As intuition is closely linked to survival, we also have difficulty recognizing unhealthy and predatory energies this helps us understand why we live in a time where corruption is so high we have cut ourselves off from our intuition to such a dangerous degree that corrupt predatory individuals fill the seats of government corporations and media the other crisis in consciousness that we face today is the loss of understanding of the soul and consciousness in an objective way not connected to religion many people who identify as spiritual are really not we have what we now term in the so-called light working community the weekend warrior i'll go away and invest in a spiritual retreat where i'll explore and connect to my inner child I'll do yoga, I'll do comedic breathing, I'll really get in touch with the aspects of self that I have to forgive and then on the way home I'll drop into McDonald's and grab a burger and to the bottle though, and probably grab a bottle of vodka for good measure. There's nothing sustainable within a spiritual understanding and or expression in that. It's delusional and it's a pathetic reflection of just how fickle humans are in the way that we consistently self-sabotage our own spiritual growth and therefore our own conscious evolution. We have no real relationship with their consciousness and actually reject practices and beliefs that their own sorry state or lack of understanding of what the prophets once practiced, they turn to spiritual ideologies to feel safe rather than authentically connect with their spirit. This regression is symbolized by removing the concept of ether in the scientific world. Today, we also sit at a loss when it comes to our ancient past our reductionist minds function in short cycles, unable to comprehend our ancestors and ancient history, or prehistory for that matter. All information lies within our cellular memory, within our higher mind, but we refuse to realize that we exist beyond that of our physical body. As we sit in this sorry state, allopathic medicine reigns supreme, and we become sicker and sicker, as a dystopian AI future flickers in the background, and not so much. It's even more visceral than that. We've become attached to and accepted of the elemental functions of both predictive and intuitive AI as evidenced by the use of our smartphones, our screens, our tablets, and our absolute addiction to technology. We used to see ourselves in everything, understand the connections between things that seemed opposing. And as a result, we were interwoven with the world and the natural forces of nature around us. This led to natural ethics, compassion, and empathy. And we must work diligently in 2021 to regain this state and to become neutrally balanced in the zero-point field of energy once again. In order to create the change that we desire in society, we have to raise our consciousness. All elections and politics is secondary to this fact. We cannot simply legislate peace and justice. We have to embody it in every moment. We can't vote it in, not in the corrupt conditions that we face now. We have to realize that many of us have cut ourselves off from our higher self. And as a result, our cognition has reduced, degraded into a materialist reductionist form. We have to train ourselves back into a higher level of cognitive intelligence. A good place to start is understanding the power of symbology and particularly the archetype of the child. Our consciousness and the cosmos functions in symbols and archetypes. Our higher self communicates with us in symbols And we then use our mind to give them meaning and interpret them, the projection of the mind circuit. This process of our spirit and subconscious mind percolating down into our lower ego mind is revealed clearly in our dream time. While we are dreaming, our mind, that is the lower third density ego mind shuts down And as a result, our awareness is flooded with strange images and circumstances that make no sense to the 3D mind. This is our nightly reminder that there is more to us than we originally thought. If the world we live in was naturally literal and reductionist, we would not dream in such symbols. Our dreams only begin to make sense to us when we train ourselves to recognise symbology. Once we do that, we understand that our dreams are communicating important messages about our state of being, that they are a feedback system or loop that reveal to us patterns that we need to understand. Our dreams are a mechanism of self-realisation and growth recognizing that our spirit communicates with us in symbols awakens a higher level of cognition the cognition that we are desperately all missing today the child is a great place to start because it is the relationship that we all have with our inner child that determines our mental health and level of spiritual connection For this reason, the energy of the child is fundamental in the occult. No occult practitioner can expect to do any ritual or attempt to gain any influence if life force energy is not generated. And life force, ladies and gentlemen, is determined by the condition of one's inner child. To be more specific, the child symbolizes many things. It is the unifier of the emotional system and intuitive system. Within our emotional and spiritual body, the child represents the feelings of innocence, wonder, pure creativity, raw spiritual energy, and it is the child that unifies the emotional system with the intuitive system. Children also represent the loss of self and the regaining of it. As I stated at the beginning, much of humanity has lost itself in its own translation because the translation or the lens through which is perceived predominantly a distorted one. The child represents our relationships with our trauma. This is why inner child work is considered part of the healing process in most therapy sessions. It allows us to understand our pain and why we have to leave it esoterically the inner child represents the quality and depth of the esoteric practitioner's power if we want to manifest our life consciously we have understood that all that we attempt to create will pass through the filter of our inner child if we are in a state of healing we are gaining power and spiritual magnetism If we are in a state of neglect and avoidance of our trauma, we lose spiritual power and we have little magnetism to consciously create with or co-create with. This concept will become pivotal as we further explore this series in Humanity 3.0. The condition of the inner child unlocks and locks the heart centre. So the child also is often symbolised by the heart. The healed heart is what we call the Wise Child Archetype and the Divine Child Archetype. The Damaged Child Archetypes rest inside every villain. Their hearts are closed and cold. All villains become evil because they are trying to steal the energy that they no longer have access to because their inner child is so damaged. Rather than heal themselves, they externalize the problem and try to steal it from others. When we close the heart and refuse to heal our inner child, we become predatory. Example of this parasitic dynamic of the villain craving the renewal and healing of their inner child is the Wicked Witch of Oz in the classic children's tale, The Wizard of Oz. In this film, the Wicked Witch wants Dorothy's ruby slippers, or Dorothy's sovereign power. Now that we know what we know about the energetic system and process, why doesn't she just generate her own? The Evil Queen in Snow White wants the Huntsman to kill Snow White and deliver her heart, a clear reference to wanting her purity and inner child restored. All of these archetypes in these stories are communicating not only the symbology of innocence, but also something deeply esoteric. The reality that our inner child determines our magical ability, our ability to have spiritual magnetism and psychic power. We need these things for ritual practice, conscious manifestation, and to just feel good about ourselves. The collective inner child, the archetype of the child, also exists beyond the individual as a collective consciousness in society. Yes, society has an inner child as well. It is the collective consciousness of everyone's inner child. The condition of this collective inner child will determine how balanced society truly is. When civilizations exploit the child or exploit the innocent, they fall. When civilizations nurture the child and lovingly care for the innocent, they become advanced. This ability to nurture and care for those that cannot care for themselves brings out the best in communities, creating connectivity, healing and deep spiritual growth. Now, I could go a lot deeper and offer current insights into certain permeating aspects of society that have become apparent in recent times, but I'm going to ask you to have the tenacity and the courage to explore the archetype and the symbology of the inner child yourself because you all embody that within your heart space. There are so many YouTube channels and videos and forums where you can explore this archetype and reference certain experiential subjects and or examples that demonstrated as working models today. Suffice to say, we just touched upon the fairy tales of both The Wizard of Oz in a more surreal capacity for the Monday world and Snow White in a more playful fantasy children's world. We can also look into the emergence of the Me Too movement that has exposed cyclic and embedded predatory behavior very much enforced by the patriarchal system in the abuse and exploitation of women. But it will go much deeper than that as you'll find as you get onto esoteric platforms SuspectSky.com is a great example. It may start from a conspiratorial ideal, but underneath the dirt, underneath the deception and all the whitewash of the smoke screen lies the painful truth that this is real and it's happening in our world more and more today. And so we arrive full circle where yet once again, all I ask the community to do is to embrace and embody courage. Courage is what lacks the most in our societal influence and the way we perceive ourselves through a rather selfish and or egocentric lens. I cannot stress strongly enough the importance to recognise the need for self-correction in 2021. Recognising that level of liberated and freedom-based expression where we no longer attach to something but we, and we no longer become affected by something we become the effector we control the output of what that experiential value means to us and as a teaser for those who really do want to go deeper the answer to our communal problem of being predatory is to look deep within and recognized what it is we experience in our dreaming. I firmly believe that we live an illusory experience embodied in a life force while awake and live a true embodiment of a life force when we sleep. And for those that manage to work through that heightened and more sensitive alignment to our true ideals when we sleep and bring that into our illusory awakening state are the ones where chaos, confusion and drama and or maya is very much kept at arm's length from us. We have the ability to no longer draw those event streams into our conscious mind, thought process, mind circuit, mental expression. We can keep it very much at bay. We can keep that reverse consciousness very much at bay. So understanding as a state of the symbology being the language of spirit is really, really important because we have to accept and acknowledge that we have, in fact, reduced our cognitive ability to decipher right from wrong, to have a moral compass when navigating through the everyday expression of our life force. Everything is medicine. Everything is embodied in truth. Everything is encapsulated in the circle of life that is the oneness that we share with our creator, with the divine realms, and most importantly, the core essence the purity of us and the we are thanks for listening go in peace love yourself integrate all within and share your unique love with the world namaste